Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's partner plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. So it's now, brother, can you spare a dime? My God shall supply my need. Don't have to take because I am a seed of every good. Well, good afternoon. Praise the Lord, everyone. We're so happy and delighted that you've decided to join us at this time, regardless of whether it's daytime where you are, nighttime, morning. We're so happy to have you with us. This is Minister Van. This has been Christian Speak Talk Radio. And I just want to take a moment to congratulate our founder of When Christian Speak Talk Radio, Reverend Ray Rose. We are celebrating nine years on the air. This broadcast has been nine years on the air. If you missed last week's special broadcast where we interviewed our founder and it was a special broadcast, then please you can go to um, Blog Talk Radio When Christians Speak and you'll be able to um, pull up that program and listen to it. Uh, Again, we want to um, acknowledge and, and just thank God for our founder, Reverend Ray Rose, when Christians Speak Talk Radio, we expect lives to be changed in such a way that people would go out and help make a difference in somebody else's life. This particular program, just every Tuesday night at 7, is called His Abounding Grace. And it was taken from Romans 5th chapter in the 21st, wherever the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, Grace did much more abound. Our prayer is that this message will encourage you to strengthen your relationship with God. And if you do not have a personal relationship with the Son, Jesus Christ, our sincere prayer is that this message will convict you and touch your heart to want to get to know Jesus for yourself. Tonight's broadcast topic is Even Now, Lord, Even Now, Proverbs 3 fifth and sixth verse. 
We're going to go to God in prayer, and then we'll get right into it. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you because you are so gracious. We thank you, Lord God, because you are such a wonderful and awesome God. We give you the honor, glory, and praise because it all belongs to you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for this um, ministry, when Christians uh, Speak Talk Radio. We thank you, Lord God, for what you've already done, Lord God, and we know that the best is still yet to come, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that people that are listening tonight, Lord God, that they will have attentive ears to hear everything that you would have them to hear, Lord God, and then they would go out and not just be hearers of the word, but they would do accordingly. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the honor, glory, and praise because, again, you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. Even now, Lord, even now. Proverbs third chapter. And the fifth and sixth verse says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I was thinking about the message tonight and it's very similar to a topic I spoke on uh, two years ago when the pandemic has just started. Two years ago in March of um, March of 2020, actually, and the same God that we talked about at that time, the same God that brought us through these past two years, is the same God we're going to be talking to you about today. We still are asking questions. We're still asking him in the midst of everything going on. Lord, should we still trust you? What's going on, Lord? Questions. Should situations dictate when we should praise God? How we should praise God? Should situations dictate how we trust Him? Perhaps you are saying to yourself, How can I trust a God who allows such and such to happen? How can I totally trust God when the world is so chaotic right now? How do I trust God when my personal situation is so dire, so awful? How can I trust a God who doesn't seem to be hearing my prayer? I'm supposed to trust you even now, Lord? And God says, yes. Trust me with all your heart, not with your own understanding. Submit all your ways to me, and I will make your path straight. You see, we have to stay focused. We have to stay the course. Thinking about the citizens of Ukraine and so many others that are directly affected by these attacks, our minds oftentimes get bogged down, but we cannot grow weary. Yes, we're going to get weary sometimes, but we can't grow, let it grow. We can't stay there. Don't let your worries take over. Don't let your worries take control of your life. Yes, I realize it might not be easy. You know, a question you may ask yourself uh, where nobody else may even hear you. How can I trust God when it really doesn't make sense to trust him? I'm standing here, Lord, and the earth all around me seems shaky. My feet feel as if they are in quicksand. The winds are some kind of fierce. There is fighting all over the land. And yes, people are still suffering from this pandemic, this force in the land. And I'm going to trust you still. And yet, his word still stands. Yes, we are still to trust him. I know, my brothers and sisters, that we can get a little overwhelmed at times. I know that. You know, you may be asking the Lord, you may be saying, Lord, my family is struggling. My kids are not doing well in school. 
My job appears to be going nowhere. My car seems to be breaking down all the time. It's the end of the month and all my bills are due. When I add up my dollars, they just don't make sense. And yet, Lord, Proverbs 3.25 still stands. Proverbs 3.25, God tells us, be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. I know you tell me that you shall be my confidence and shall keep my foot from being taken. But, Lord, I need you, Lord. I need you right now. Trust him. God wants us to trust him in spite of our circumstances. Yes, many people are going through very tough times. I realize your situation might be a little overwhelming for you. Maybe you're laid up in a hospital room, and it's been days, and the doctor doesn't seem to have a good report, and you're crying, Lord, trust you even now? Perhaps you're sitting somewhere crying out to the Lord, trying to figure out this thing all by yourself. How did you get to this particular place? Why am I struggling so? How did I make a mess out of my life? At this stage in my life, I thought I'd be somewhere else doing so much better. How do I turn things around? How do I make a way out of no way? And you tell me to trust you with all my heart and lean not unto my own understanding. Perhaps your marriage is in trouble. Perhaps you're thinking, my husband says he's tired of me. My wife says she wants a divorce. Lord, what am I supposed to do? Perhaps you've just been laid off from your job, or maybe you're in another bad type job situation. And the Lord says, trust me still. Maybe you found yourself in one of these situations, and if so, guess what? This message is for you. It's not a gloom and doom message. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to encourage you that you can do it. You can make it. Perhaps you know someone who's going through a difficult time, and you can share this message with them. Even now, Lord, even now, let me encourage you. If you find yourself crying out to God, guess what? His ears are tuned in to you. His ears are tuned in to you. Perhaps you say, Lord, you are my refuge and my strength, that you are very present help in times of trouble. Well, Lord, I sure do need you now. Lord, it seems like blessings are passing me by. Maybe you're saying that. It seems like everyone else is being remembered and thriving, but what about me, Lord? My sister, I'm here to remind you that God has not forgotten you. My brother, I'm here to remind you that the same God who brought you through past struggles, past disappointments, past trials, is the same God who is with you today. He's the same God who will be with you tomorrow. For his promises are to never leave you and never to forsake you. Yes, even now, when it might seem dark and dreary outside and it may seem like the daylight is so far away, it might seem like the disc fog is not going to lift anytime soon, get this. Jesus is still here. He's still with you. He is still with you. Trust him. Trust him. This reminds me of, um, let's go to John, the fifth chapter of John. We, I was just thinking about, yes, we're supposed to trust God a good time and a bad time. The bad times, you may call them troubling waters. Well, you know, the fifth chapter, John talked a little bit about the waters being troubled. There was a certain man who was laying in wait, waiting for the waters to be troubled. Yes, he had no one to help him. 
Hundreds of people were close by, but not one person came to his assistance. John, the fifth chapter, uh, the fifth verse says, Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which is in Arabic, Aramic, sorry. It's called Bethesda, it is which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here, a number, great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him land there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, Jesus asked him, do you want to get healed? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else gets, goes down ahead of me, says to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once, at once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leader said to the man who had been healed, it is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But, he replied, the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. A pool, a pool. This pool was near a sheep marketplace. While this certain man was very ill and waiting for his breakthrough, people all around him are going about their business. There's a sheep market, sheep market, where people are buying and selling, going about their daily lives. And the Bible lets us know that this sheep market has five porches. Well, this tells me something. It tells me that there were indeed a lot of businesses going on around the sick man, and yet no one stopped to help him into the pool. Well, the Bible says he had been sick for 38 years, and during this season, he made his way to the pool. Can you hear him singing, Lord, when you're passing our blessings, don't forget about me? I can imagine he must have had some faith when he kept coming. In spite of what people may have thought about him, in spite of how ill he was, he kept coming. In spite of how long he had been sick, he kept coming, waiting for the moving of the water. Are you willing to wait on Jesus no matter how long it takes? Are you willing to trust him no matter how long it takes? Something to think about. You see, Jesus is still in the healing business today. And what about the woman with the issue of blood who had suffered for 12 long years? Like Matthew's ninth chapter tells us, the 21st says, And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. That's the 22nd verse. Be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. What if this woman had given up? What if she had stopped waiting? What if she had given up and said, it's not going to happen before she got her breakthrough? What if she had allowed her faith to falter? We wouldn't know anything about it. This woman with the issue of blood and the blessing that she had in store. 
Even now, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Even now, even now. Okay, I want to give you three main three points that uh, will be our main areas of focus tonight. How do I trust him? That's the question you may be asking yourself. Well, how do I trust him when so much stuff is going on? How do I trust him? I want to focus on three things, and time won't allow me to go way into depth on this, but let's see how it goes, okay? The first thing, spend time with him. Spend time with Jesus. Read his word, study his word, prayer, seek his face, and meditate on his word. Meditate on his word. His word is so good. How can you trust a person that you don't know? How can you trust a person that you don't spend any time with? Spend time with him. Spend time with him. Read his word. If you read his word, if you read his word, you'll know in Philippians 4th chapter and 6th verse, the word of God says, be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. You see, when you spend quality time with him, you'll get to know him. And then when you get to know him, you'll know that he has your best interest at heart. You need to renew your mind daily. You won't, can't do that if you're not studying his word, if you're not focusing on his word, on all the good and perfect gifts that come from God, spending time with God. We'll talk a little bit about that later, a little bit more. Number two, have somebody else. Encourage somebody else. It gets your mind off your own problems. I want you to think about that for a minute. It gets your mind, because you can't, you see, you cannot focus on your own problems when you're helping someone else. You can't focus on your own problems when you really sincerely out to be a servant of God. And we'll talk about that a little bit too more. And the third thing I want to highlight is praising him in the midst of anything and everything you're going on. In the midst of your trials, praise him at all times. Instead of lying there waiting for your blessing to overtake you, start a praise party. Begin to praise him from deep within. And you will see that the praise from the inside will make its way to the outside. And then, what a party you have. What a party you have. Praise him regardless of how you feel. Praise him regardless of your circumstances. Praise him because we are to praise him at all times, you see. Okay, I say I like to talk more about spending time with him. When you spend time and you're studying God's word, you allow his word to comfort you. I want to take you back to another period in time to a place where Jesus was with his beloved disciples, John 14. John 14, the first and the third verse, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and he knows he's going to be leaving his disciples soon, but he's telling them, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. You see here in Matthew, um, in John, the 14th chapter, Jesus had just finished having supper with his disciples. He had just told Judas, who was betraying him, whatever you got to do, do it quickly. So now Jesus, knowing that his earthly time with his beloved disciples, was coming to an end, but he knew he was headed to the cross, and he knew what was about to happen to him at the cross on Calvary. 
He was preparing his disciples for a temporary separation. He was explaining to them that he had to go away, but that it was necessary in order for him to prepare a place for him, for them, for a place for us also. Temporary separation. You see, he didn't want them to worry. He was trying to reassure them that it was already all right. And just as these words were meant to comfort his disciples, we knew, when he knew he had to leave them, these words are still comforting to us today. Words to reassure us, words to strengthen us, words to encourage us, especially in troubling waters. Let not your heart be troubled. Words to live by. God, our Heavenly Father, the creator of everything, the one who shaped the entire universe by simply speaking, let it be. The one who knew us even before we were born, the one who breathed the very light into us, is saying to us today, don't be troubled. He knows, he knows, didn't he know, didn't he know on that cross what 2020 would look like? He knew that the world we live in would be filled with so much sorrow, so much turmoil, so much suffering, so much strife. And so he wants to reassure us, don't put your trust in the world system. Don't put your trust in what's going on around you. Don't even put your trust in yourself or your job. Don't worry about things. He wants us to trust him. Psalms 27 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh and fail. So it hopes should encamp against me. My heart shall not fear the war should rise against me. And this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Now get this, the fifth verse. For in the time of trouble, he shall do what? He shall hide me in his pavilion. And the secret of the tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Jesus, Jesus sets us upon a rock. Even now, Lord, even now. Do you trust him in spite of your circumstances? Ask yourself that question. You don't have to um, answer me, but ask yourself that question. Do you trust him? You see, Psalms 139 lets us know that God knows everything about us. He knows our words, our actions, our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. God, who knows all about each and every one of us, loves us, and he cares for us more than we could ever know. And he wants you to simply trust him. For if you simply trust him, you'll be encouraged by his word. That's when you spend time with him, you see. And he can reassure you and remind you, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in me. Yes, he knows life won't always be filled with happy times. He knows that into each of our lives, a little rain must flow sometimes. He knows that our road will get rough sometimes and rocky sometimes. And he knows that we won't always understand why certain things happen in our lives. And here, the scriptures remind us that he wants to comfort us. He wants to encourage us. He wants to let us know through his son, Jesus Christ, that he cares for us and does not want our hearts to be troubled. He wants you to know that there's safety and security in his arms. He wants you to know there's comfort and serenity in his arms. My sister, he wants you to 
knows that there's peace that surpasses all understanding, all wrapped up in his everlasting arms. But he's asking you to do something. He's asking you to simply believe in him. He said that if you believe in God, my Father, the very one who gave you life, the very one who searches you and knows your downstairs and your uprising, if you believe in God the Father, the very one who sent his son, Jesus Christ, me, to die on the cross for your sins, if you believe in my Father, the very one who can call the sea and make the wind cease, if you believe in God Almighty, the very one who can even make the lame walk and the blind see, then please take it one step further. Believe also in me, the Son. I want you to think about that for a minute. Think about it. Let that self in. Just think about that. Jesus loves you so much. See, he goes on to reassure us in the 14th chapter of John that if you believe in him, if you just trust him, everything will be all right. Sometimes you may think, you may think, it might feel like, it may appear that God is asleep when you're going through stuff. But how many know our God never sleeps? He knows all things. He's all-knowing. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. All we need to do is ask him to embrace us with the spirit of peace, even in the midst of the storm. So how many know that sometimes, that sometimes, I'm thinking all the time, God wants us to go through the storm so that we can come out victorious and have a testimony that we will encourage someone else. If you never go through a test, you'll never have a testimony. If you never go through tribulation, you'll never know what it feels like to experience trials. If you never find yourself in the valley, you would never know what it feels like to have mountaintop experiences. You see, in this world, we're going to have trials. We're going to go through some tribulations. We're going to have some pain. But even now, we've got to trust him. we got to trust him. Uh, John 16th chapter. Let's go to John 16th chapter and 33rd verse. And I want you to jot these scriptures down so when you get some time, quality time, with him, you can meditate on these scriptures. You see, in John 16, 33, Jesus is speaking. He says, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. You see, in the world you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Rest in him, for he is the God of peace. Rest in him. Just as a child rests in his mother's arms, you can go to God, you can rest in him, and you can be confident that he does care about you. And in spite of sadness, in spite of a difficult situation, in spite of a difficult season, remember God is yet faithful. If he said he would never leave you, even your darkest moments and your darkest time, you can rest on that promise. For he is a God who is faithful concerning his promises. God is a God that cannot lie. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not, but praise God. He does change things. So, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. And all of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. You can trust God. You can trust him. Psalms 89, chapter 34, verse says, my covenant, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Why is it so important to remember that he cannot break his promises? Why is it so important to remember that if he said he would never leave you, he won't? Why is it so important to remember that you can rest in him 
that he'll take care of you. Why is it so important to trust in him with all your heart and not get so bogged down with the cares of this world? Why? Because all we have, all we truly have, the only thing that will withstand the true test of time is the word of God. That's why it's so important to truly depend on his word. Because you see, in these last and evil days, many people will come and attempt to deceive God's people. But be not troubled. God is yet faithful and still with you. One more passage of scripture I want to share before I close. Matthew, the 24th chapter, the third verse. After Jesus had finished talking about the scribes and the Pharisees and their many practices and hypocritic ways, Jesus' disciples came to him and asked him about the end times when it would come, and what things they should look for. So in the third verse of Matthew 24, he said, upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, tell us when these things shall be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Mm, mm, mm. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. You see? It's very important to remember these words of comfort. That's why it's so important to spend time with him, to spend time in prayer and to meditate on his words. Let not your heart be troubled. For there was ever a time that we needed to trust God with all of our hearts, the time is now. If there ever was a time we needed to completely focus on God's promises and not our problems, that time is now. For if there ever was a time where we need to cast their imaginations that exalt itself against the word of God, that time is now. If there ever was a time when we need to praise God with pure hearts for who he is and for what he's already done, that time is now. If there ever was a time we need to go out and carry somebody else and put our own troubles aside and to carry somebody else, let them know you can make it because you have everything within you. You have everything within you to make it. You can make it. That time is now to encourage someone else. So in the midst of troubling waters, in the midst of whatever you may be going through at this time, in the midst of your heartache, your pain, in the midst of your moment, you can rest assured. Although in your life it might get clouded sometimes, guess what? The sun is still shining. It's just hidden by the clouds. The dark clouds will slowly separate, and the sun will shine through. For Jesus will always be with you. He promised to never, ever leave you. It doesn't matter at all. If you can't feel his presence, don't go by your feelings, you see. He's still there. And every once in a while, 
gift and a gentle tug at your spirit to remind you that he's still there. There's a story that I've shared many times before. Perhaps you're new to this broadcast and have not heard the story, and I feel like it's worth repeating. Just remind us that Jesus is always with us, whether we feel him or not, okay? A little boy was in the park, flying his kite. And as the kite was going up higher and higher and higher, it eventually was completely out of sight. But the little boy was so happy, he was just going around and around in circles. A man comes along, and he's just looking at this little boy. All he can see is this little boy going around and around with his arms outstretched. He doesn't see the kite, you see. He doesn't see anything else. And so the man said to the little boy, hey, son, what are you doing? Well, the little boy responds so innocently, I'm flying my kite. Well, the man looks up, and he sees nothing but clouds. And so he turns to the little boy and scratches his head, and he says, I don't see any kite. How do you know it's still there? Well, says the little boy, I know it's there. I just know it. For you see, every now and then, I feel a little tug. And so that lets me know that my kite ain't gone nowhere. It's still up there. I always love that story. And every once in a while, I would like to share it. That tug was his reassurance that the kite was still there. And it gave him so much happiness. So you see, I said all that to say, you might not see that Jesus is still with you. You might not feel that he's still with you. There will be occasions where you're going to to have doubt, but cast that doubt aside quickly, okay? Because every once in a while, he'll send a breeze your way. Every once in a while, he'll send someone your way to encourage you. Every once in a while, he'll say, have someone share something that'll make you smile. That's a tug at your heart, and you can be reassured that you're not alone, that Jesus has not left you. For if you believe in him, if you believe in him, the spirit will always remain, will always remain. He's so loving. He's so compassionate. So would you commit to yourself to really trust and rest in him and allow him to carry the load? Let him do it. Even troubling waters, let him do it. Are you drawing strength from the one who is the apple and the maker, the beginning and the end? Do you draw strength from Jesus' word? Meditate on the scriptures. Study to show yourself approved. Psalms 27 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There are so many encouraging scriptures, so many encouraging scriptures, like let not your heart be troubled. Believe you believe in God, you believe also in me. Meditate on these scriptures. Give him a praise report. David says in Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Will you keep a praise song in your mouth so that when trouble rise, it won't move you? Will you confidently say as David says in Psalms 34, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Let us exalt his name together. So I hope that there's been something I have said or shared tonight has been comforting to you, to let you know that Jesus does love you, that he does care. Just like he says in Matthew 11th chapter, 28th to 31st, he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek 
and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I'm just here to remind you that he knows life isn't easy for us. He knows we'll get weary sometimes. He knows the day before it happens. He knows sometimes the road's going to get us rough, like I said earlier. But he knows that we have everything we need because we have him, because we have Jesus. Amen. Because we have Jesus. He wants us to learn of him, to get to know him, to spend some quality time with him, to study his word, to study his word. God loves us so much. And you can say, even now, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Even now, Lord, I'm going to trust you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. I thank you, Lord God. I'm going to trust you with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. I trust you, Lord God. There will be times where I'm going to get into my closet and I'm going to be still and just meditate on you and know that you are God. I trust you, Lord God. Lord, I thank you. Now, you know, some of you may have been listening to me. Maybe you this broadcast was shared with you with our friend. Maybe you don't know this Jesus that I've been talking about this evening. You know, you can be made whole. It's as simple as accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior this very moment. If you're not saved, if you're not repented of your sins and accepted Jesus into your heart, if you are not 100% sure that you will spend eternity in heaven, listen very closely. As long as you can hear my voice, as long as you're breathing, it's not too late. You see, nobody else can save you but Jesus. There is only one way to God, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts 4 says, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So I ask you the question, are you saved? Are you born again? That's the same thing. Are you a Christian? So many times people say, we're Christians. What does that really mean? Are you saved? Have you made the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord? You see, Romans 10 now says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in our heart, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Romans 3.10 says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. So you need to admit that you are a sinner. Then you need to be willing to turn from your sins. That's to repent. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you, that he was buried and rose from the dead. Romans 10.10 10 says, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, Confession is made unto salvation. Through prayer right now, you can invite Jesus to come into your life to become your personal Savior. Because Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you're ready right now, you can repeat this prayer after me. And I'm telling you, if you do this from your heart, sincerely from your heart, then guess what? You have a brand new life. And angels in heaven will be rejoicing. So let us pray. Dear God, I am a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sins. I am willing, Lord, to turn from sin. I now invite Christ to come into my heart 
and life as my personal Savior. Mm. I hope there's someone listening that did that because if you trusted Jesus right there as your personal Savior, you have just begun a wonderful new life in him, a wonderful new life in him. And I salute you. I salute you because you made the best decision you will ever make. Now you need to read your Bible every day, as I said earlier, to get to know Jesus better. Talk to God in prayer every day. Get baptized as soon as you can. Worship, fellowship, and serve with other Christians in a local church where Christ is preached and the Bible is the final authority. And then, don't be selfish with this. Tell somebody the good news. Tell others about Jesus Christ. Amen. Tell someone about Jesus Christ. Now, if you stay tuned for some broadcast announcements, that will be coming from our founders shortly. I hope this message has been enlightening for you. I hope something I've said has been encouraging for you. I hope that you can study some of these scriptures, go back and study some of these scriptures, and then know that it's already all right. Because even now, Lord, even now, I'm going to say with confidence, I'm going to say with confidence that I trust you. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. This is just a reminder. Here's Savannah and Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. It's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray is the first, the second, and the fourth Fridays at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life with Pastor Ray is the first and the third Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Norena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McIlwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the body of one with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour 3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk with Ray Rose, Antonio Mitchell, Tyrone Rose, Cleophus Malone, and Esther Green is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 712-770-5505. The SS code is 732 499. Amen. Also, I want to remind you of Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry Broadcast. We broadcast every third Friday at 7 p.m. Our hosts are Renee Malone, Ray Rose, Hope Williams, Robert Waring, Maggie Wilson, and Felicia Shears. We're excited about this group of people. Our singles coming together and speak and say what does says the Lord. We also have the more newest broadcast called Spiritual Nuggets of Truth and then what air on the second and the fourth month the other month at eight PM is led by Minister Carmen A. Booker. 
And we appreciate her coming on and being new to the family. Amen. We want to encourage you to go and check out our website of When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. And on that, you can find a little bit more about the different hosts and a little bit more about uh, what we got going on, some of the previous broadcasts and platforms that you use. Also, you will be able, if you would like to sow a seed or a donation into the ministry, you can do that now by clicking on Donate Now. I thank you for your time, and again, I thank you for listening to When Christmas Be Talk Radio. God bless you.